Your CBT questions answered now. It's the NMC CBT with Nurse Mary and your host, Christina. The NMC CBT is part of the current 2021 Test of Competence. That means that if you're an international or return to practice nurse, then you'll need to pass this exam to gain UK registration. So whether you're here in the UK and need guidance to get over the NMC CBT hurdle, or you're overseas and need reliable online preparation, we're here for you. Here at IELTS Medical, we have books, courses, and lots of learning resources to see you through the NMC's CBT the first time. Inquire today about how we can help you pass your NMC CBT. Call 0203 637 6722 or visit our website at www.cbtnurses.com. We'll see you soon and, as always, to your success. And welcome back to NMC CBT Discussions with me, your host, Christina, and Nurse Mary. Hi. Hi, Mary. How are you today? Good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for coming back once again to answer all of our CBT questions. And let's get started with episode 19. So, question one. The nurse cares for an elderly patient with moderate hearing loss. The nurse should teach the patient's family to use which of the following approaches when speaking to the patient. Raise your voice until the patient is able to hear you. Face the patient and speak quickly using a high voice. Face the patient and speak slowly using a slightly lowered voice. Use facial expressions and speak as you would formally. Okay. Okay, so the answer to this question would be C, face the patient and speak slowly using a slightly lowered voice. Great, thank you. And question two. If you were told by a nurse at handover to take standard precautions, what would you expect to be doing? Taking precautions when handling blood and high-risk body fluids so that you don't pass on any infection to the patient, wearing gloves, aprons and masks when caring for someone in a protective isolation to protect yourself from infection, asking relatives to wash their hands when visiting patients in the clinical setting, using appropriate hand hygiene, wearing gloves and aprons when necessary, disposing of used sharp instruments safely and providing care in a suitably clean environment to protect yourself and the patients. So the answer to this question would be D, it's using appropriate hand hygiene, wearing gloves and aprons where necessary, disposing of used sharp instruments safely and providing care in a suitably clean environment to protect yourself and the patients. These are your standard precautions. Okay, thanks. So question three. A young woman has suffered fractured pelvis in an accident. She has been hospitalized for three days when she tells her primary nurse that she has something to tell her, but she doesn't want the nurse to tell anyone. She says that she had tried to donate blood and tested positive for HIV. What is the best action of the nurse to take? Document this information on the patient's chart. Tell the patient's physician. Inform the healthcare team who will come into contact with the patient. Encourage the patient to disclose this information to her physician. So the answer to this question would be four. Um, encourage the patient to disclose, disclose this information to uh, their physician. Okay, and question four. What would make you suspect that a patient in your care had a urinary tract infection? 
The doctor has requested a midstream urine specimen. The patient has a urinary catheter in situ and the patient's wife states that he seems more forgetful than usual. The patient has spiked temperature, has raised white cell count, WCC, has new onset confusion and the urine in the catheter bag is cloudy. The patient has complained of frequency of facial elimination and hasn't been drinking enough. So the answer to this question would be C. The patient has a spiked temperature, has raised white cell count, has a new onset of confusion and the urine in the catheter bag is cloudy. Question five. A new post-surgical wound is assessed by the nurse and is found to be hot, tender and swollen. How could this wound be best described? In the inflammation phase of healing, in the hemostasis phase of healing, in the reconstructive phase of healing, or as an infective, or as an infected wound. So I would go for D as an infected wound. Um, when a wound is found to be hot, especially with swelling and tenderness, that's usually the biggest sign of um, infection. Is that it feels hot. It's one of the first signs, um, along with many others, but that would be an infected. Uh, Great, thank you. And I think that is all for episode 19. Thank you once again, Mary, for answering all those questions for us. And thank you to everyone watching at home. I really hope that you found that useful. As always, if you have any questions that you would like to be answered on our NMCCVT podcast, please comment below or get in touch with us at IELTS Medical. Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you never miss an episode and we will see you next time.